Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode number three, or it could be number four, of Talking Pro. My name is Tim Egg. I am with... Jackson. And we are talking Iron Man Australia, followed by a little bit of Iron Man cans and whatever else we think of, because we we have nothing written down, we're just... (laughs) We're going to wing it here. So Ironman Australia was just a couple of days ago. Really good race. We followed it. Ironman did a, a shocking job with updating everyone on Twitter. But they did a really good job with their live blog. So if only they could work out how to get it, get that information from the live blog onto Twitter so we don't need to be, you know, it would be just easier for everyone if they did that. But, but you and I, we had it up on, um, had the laptop up on the, in the kitchen and you kept looking at it and go dad there's a live blog there's a live they've updated and so I'd run over and right so you know Marino's extended his lead to 2 minutes 31 on the bike and you know it was good wasn't it yeah so Marino Marino won that makes it 17 wins now he's the very first person to win an Ironman in every single continent so that's he, the guy's a legend, and everyone just everyone knew he was dangerous. But everyone just thought Luke McKenzie would win this, didn't they? Yeah. And so, yeah, I I enjoyed it, even though I'm looking at it, thinking, Jesus, I wish they could. I wish Iron Man would throw those mothballs out of their pockets and actually put this on video so we can all watch it. Now, we'll go back to Iron Man South Africa. Aye. Oh, were you watching it? No, I couldn't get onto it. Oh, well, I watched it. And uh, one thing I was paying notice to is the, the, the amount... Oh, that's right. I was at work watching it on my phone, so... Yeah. I was very important working. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did notice was the amount of people clicking in to view it. So generally on the bike, there was roughly around 2,000. It jumped between 2,000 to 2.1, 2.2,000. But once it got onto the run... That number soared to five, six thousand, which aren't really good numbers. Uh, you know, fair enough. I mean, it's a long day and people are more interested. But surely there could be something they could do so we could watch it that that will uh, attract people to tune in more. But I, I don't. I'm not sure what the answer is. But all I know is I'm not satisfied with my <laughs> with my coverage <laughs> at the moment. But. The big, there was big disappointment. With, the biggest is what was your biggest disappointment from your from Ironman Australia? Uh, did you have a disappointment? Not really. See, I did. I, mine was David Dello. I oh wanted, yeah. I wanted David. David Dello was in that league group. I don't know. I haven't read any reports from him yet to see to see what happened. But I, I, can't, I can't help think he burnt way too many matches. Riding with Marino up front, he I can't help think he probably should have laid back, hung hung with Luke McKenzie. They could have worked together. He, Luke McKenzie, Paul Ambrose, who's a past winner of that race, they could have. Um, I think that the three of them could have done some damage. Oh, and what about Luke McKenzie putting on um, uh, different stuff in the ra- while the race was going in that? Yes. Now Jack brought this to my attention yesterday. Where he goes. Look, Dad! Look what they've look what Luke's wearing with his socks. They're different socks, and and we all of a sudden I became highly intrigued by that. That at first I thought they were socks, but they were like those arm warmers, but for his shins. Now they were the arrow lines. Yeah, the with the aerodynamic um, engravings into it as well. Now he put um, some some sleeves on to help keep keep warm. I'm guessing. And some or, gloves. Yeah, and some gloves. But he also took the, a little bit of extra time in transition one to 
add these things to his shins. Now, I've never seen these before. They're like calf guards almost, but not fully. So they're all, they're all very interesting. But then little things like um, shoe covers, he didn't worry about. So I don't know what, what the go was. I, generally, when you're trying to keep warm, you'd go more knee warmers that could go up more into your thigh. So I don't think it was to keep his body warm. So unless he knows something that I don't, which is very... Obviously, very he possible. Added, he added very little stuff to make him faster. Yeah, but he would have lost a little bit of time in transi- in in transition one, adding all that little stuff to yeah. it. But he was, um, I think, he was right, r- averaging around three hundred and fifteen watts, and yeah. so that just you can't help think Marino must have been three for three fifty ish thereabouts, give or take a bit. So they were moving, and I kind of thought, oh, Marino. If Mackenzie can run, uh, these days he can run a 250, 249, maybe a 248 on a very good day. I don't think he could run that at Ironman Australia, but he, I'm thinking he, he may still get this. It's going to come down to the last couple of kilometres. But, but, you know, going back a half a dozen years ago, Luke Mackenzie was a, a three-hour runner, thereabouts. And so, so what he did was, I think this is what he did, um, he, he lost us. He, he really leaned up. He 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 lost a, a lot of upper body muscle mass. He lost any unwanted fat he had, and for some reason that th- he was able to find an extra ten minutes in his run. Now you look at someone like Clayton Vettel, who he didn't finish the race, so I don't know if he started or not. But um, he's he's around a three oh three three thereabout runner. He, if he could take just an, two minutes off per 10 kilometres into of that run so he can just take a, you know an extra 8 minutes or so off his Ironman run time that would put him into a whole world of dangerous goods he'd be but but how does he do that you can't say oh I'll just lose a little bit of extra weight he's already you know a twig stick. yeah he's a stick yeah. but yeah so it's interesting. I did notice, though, um, Clayton, so we'll just move forward slightly to um, Ironman Cairns. A lot of people that were in booked in for um, Ironman Australia has also booked themselves into Ironman Cairns, guessing that if things turn pear-shaped, they'll back out and they'll be right for for Cairns. Now, I'm guessing that's what David Dello is, because I'm looking at... The, this isn't the official start list. I haven't published that yet, but this is the entry list that I've got in front of me. you got David Dello. Um, the, biggest, the biggest surprise here, and I don't know why his name is on it, is... Um, him Van Berkel. No, not him. Though I think he's qualified, too. Um, Terenzo Pisoni. Terenzo Pisoni does oh, yeah. not need to qualify for Kona, but yet, for some reason... He wants the money. <laughs> it could be the money. Um, I, 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 I see no... No benefit to seeing Terenzo Pisoni's name on Ironman Cairns. Disappointing. I'm not allowed to go though because I well, want to see all these good names like Gomez and that. Yeah, but you got he's already qualified for Kona, so why why put yourself through with all that? And he he Terenzo Pisoni gets himself really fit and races as much as humanly possible while he's at that level, and then he has a little break. I thought he'd have a little bit longer break and and build for. Um, build, build for Kona so his name's on it um, Another, you got Luke McKenzie's name on it which I don't think he will because Luke McKenzie I'm pretty sure now is safe for Kona um, um, maybe he's trying to get on the top of the po- on top of the list for Kona with the points or something yeah I, I think Luke see the cut off for Cairns I think was 
either last Friday. So they had, anyone who was racing Ironman Australia that was using Ironman Kansas as a backup, I think that by memory, I think they got six weeks. So they had to put their name down. So I think I don't think Luke McKenzie's going to be a show at Ironman at Ironman Kansas. I think he'll be there. What about Levi Maxwell? Oh, hang on, I'll check his name. But I, I think. Um, I think I, I think Luke McKenzie will be at Cairns, but I think he'll be selling his his um, stuff. He's selling his cycling and tri kits in, in the expo. Um, going down the list, David Dello's in it. Clayton Fatel's in it. Now Clayton Fatel didn't finish. Um, I just, uh, that was I already covered that. I don't know if he started. Gomez has obviously put his name down for it. Uh, Luke McKenzie, Callum, uh, Tim, Tim O'Donnell's doing it. That's right. Oh yeah. Uh, um, or, uh, um, and his well, wife, Marina. Well, sorry? Melinda Carfrey will win. Yeah, oh, you, girls. I'll check out who. Well, Liz Blatchford's doing it. Uh, Tim Van Berkel, he's going to be at Cairns. He's a, def- he's a champion, past champion. Now, in 2016. I, yeah. But I said, yeah, I think it was in the last episode, I think um, Tim Burkle's just missing a step these days. He, he just doesn't seem to be what he was. Now, I'm going to have to take that back because... He did Ironman Texas really, really recently. When what did he come there? I uh, I think he podiumed, but he ran a two. Oh, what was it? He he sub. For, Why is he doing Ironman Kansas? Why didn't he do Ironman Australia instead? Well, he might. Well, he may not be. I think. Oh he, no, he's qualified actually. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to he see. He did Bustleton, then he went over and did Texas. Where did Where did he come at Bustleton? Third. Oh yeah, he should have qualified then. Because um, um, the Cameron Brown came second, and then Terenzo. But uh, but Tim's run at Ironman Texas was just just amazing. He I, he he did sub four minute k pace the entire race. So I'm I'm going to take that back. Saying looks like Tim's uh, got his groove back. Uh, so I, I I'd love to see him just go toe to toe because he's a spectacular runner and I would say there's there's two people in particular I think just got the or I'll three I'll throw three people into it that I think have got the nicest looking run in all of pro triathlon that is Craig Alexander I think's just beautiful looking run you've got Tim Burke or Tim Van Burkle just I just you could watch those two run all day it's just like art and then you got I could, could throw Patrick Langer into that too now um can I mention something what about um Macca yeah ma- no that is um coming in I'll make it a comeback again Oh well, yes. Great. Um, Chris McCormack's talking about racing again. He's hinting that he'll only race age group, but he's from what I've can you know gather, he's doing some big miles. He's do, he's training regularly now. He's doing at least two training sessions a day. I would not be surprised to see he goes. Okay, I'll make a little a small little comeback to. Um, to 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 the pro field racing seventy point three. So he's talking about only racing seventy point three. He's basically taking a similar path to to Craig Alexander. I, I think he'll get lynched if he decides to race as an age group on these on these things. Um, Cameron Worth is is also going to be at Cairns. No surprise, oh, yeah. he puts his name down for every single race around the <laughs> around the place. <laughs> um, and and for the women, Liz Blatchford, Marina Carfrey's in it. 
Uh, Sarah Crowley's coming back, defending champion. Now, why isn't she up there listed? Uh, Sarah Crowley, that'd be a, that'd be a good um, race between Marina and Sarah. Uh, just looking else who's down. I still think Belinda Carfrey will win because of her killer run. Well, do you know her, that seventy point three? She did the. Um, did she do a seventy point three? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did a seventy point three just recently. That was her fastest seventy point three in years. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if they're having that rest to, to have a, a baby and coming back, she's become more hungry in the head. She hasn't got that constant wear and tear of training day in, day out, week in, week out. So I wonder if if we're going to see something pretty special in Cairns from her. She's got, you know, she, in her head she probably got something to prove that yeah I can be super mum and and be super pro triathlete too. So. She, We'll see. And she's overdue to be racing in Australia. I've always I've thought someone like her should be racing once a year in Australia just just to help grow the sport here. Um, so I think that's... What else have we got going on, Jackie? Uh, I can't think of anything. No. no. We'll be able to think of about a million things in... Oh, what was the question you asked before? Oh, is is Jodie Swallow racing? No, Jodie Swallow's not racing. Um, But you asked a question um, before we asked, uh, before we started recording, and I said, oh, ask during the show. I forgot. Yeah, it's all right, so did I. We'll have to wait till the next episode of Talking Pro. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tim Egg. This is... Jackson. Jackson. Until next episode. Hooroo.